Howdy, partners. You're listening to Conversations with Jacob, hosted by my good friend, Jacob Waller. Make sure to check out the podcast where podcasts are available and check out the video version on YouTube. You can follow us on social media. Facebook is Conversations with Jacob. Twitter is at CWJ Podcast. And you can visit our website, conversationswithjacobpodcast.weebly.com. Hey, you got a show idea? Maybe a guest suggestion? Email us at conversationswithjacob at gmail.com. Now, here's your host, Jacob Waller. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Conversations with Jacob. Uh, today we got a good episode for you. Um, we're talking with Eric Dobell, but before we get to him, I'm going to plug in the podcast here. You can find us on Facebook, Conversations with Jacob on YT, and Twitter is CWJ Podcast. Podcast and platforms is Spotify. We're on, um, I think it's iHeartRadio, TuneIn, um, just about 20 different sites. It's hard to keep up with them. We got merchandise, mugs, hoodies, t-shirts, you name it, then we might have it. If you got a show idea, guest suggestion, you can email it to conversationswithjacob at gmail.com. And our website is conversationswithjacobpodcast.weebly.com. You can find past guests, upcoming guests, and the playlist for our podcast. And joining me this week is Eric Dobell, and he is, uh, oh, he does magic, he reads your mind, and he also had a show in Gatlinburg called Impossibilities. Uh, so, yeah. so welcome to the podcast, Eric. Well, thank you for having me. I hope I'm looking in the right spot. I'm looking at the little green dot on my computer screen, so. So you're fine. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah, so I'm actually yeah. here the uh, Iris Theater where we do Impossibilities in oh. Gatlinburg. So, so do you got a show tonight? I do, yes. All right. The show tonight at 8 o'clock. We're right in the All middle right. of the summer season right now. All right. Oh, which I'll try not to keep you as long as you got a show tonight. So I guess the first question would be, and how did you get into magic? Ah, so when I was a kid, I wanted to be a professional wrestler. And uh, I was about 19 or 20 years old, and I realized that I wasn't going to get any taller. I'm about five foot five, so uh, professional wrestling was not in the cards for me. <laughs> so um, I didn't know what to do. Uh, obviously, I wasn't good at making decisions, so I wasn't sure what to do at that point. And I was doing uh, college courses in, in uh, excuse me, uh, theater courses in college. And one day, just by chance, I was at the mall in Ithaca, New York, and there was a guy at a kiosk selling little magic tricks. And I had never seen magic performed live before. This is the first time I'd seen it on TV, but TV magic's like whatever. This is the first time I saw it in person. Uh, and I just was enamored by it. I bought a few tricks. I went home. I learned how to do them. And then I just completely fell in love with magic. And then a uh, funny thing about that guy, though, is I went back a week later, same mall, same guy, same kiosk. The same guy was selling from the same booth sunglasses. So the first magician I ever saw was not a magician. It was just a guy selling Overstock. And the day that I met him, <laughs> the Overstock happened to be um, magic tricks. 
So I could have been a sunglasses uh, salesman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, uh, do you got a favorite trick on that you like to perform? That I like to perform? Yeah, I got a few of them. Um, it's the thing I do with a, with something called a magic square that I've been doing in every show for 15 years, I guess. Yeah. Um, I have another thing where I have somebody think of an icon and I do something kind of special with that. And, you know, I don't want to say too much because I want people to come to the show and be surprised. I do have favorite, favorite routines that I do. All right, there you go. Now, when you do a trick, because I because I know that you, you uh, do like the mind reading stuff, uh, what do you do uh, if like a trick like that kind of goes wrong? Oh, what happens? If <laughs> it just goes wrong. <laughs> uh, it actually happens. Um, it doesn't happen a lot, uh, but it does happen, and. You just kind of laugh it off and keep going. And uh, the audience is pretty forgiving. You know, you try to make sure that the stuff you finish the show with, you're not going to miss. <laughs> you, you, don't, you don't want the last thing you do to be messed up, and then that's the last thing they remember. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it just, it just happens sometimes. We all mess up. Singers hit wrong notes, you know. Yeah, it happens yeah. sometimes. So with your show in Gatlinburg, and how did that come about? So <clears throat> that's a funny story, too. So uh, show, show business is pretty random. And uh, I teamed up with my business partner, and we did this show. Originally, this was a two-person show, and we did it uh, in North Carolina. We toured it for two years in North Carolina. And then he talked about, he brought up the possibility of coming to a town like Gatlinburg. I did not know towns like this existed. I did not know this was an option or else I would have done this 20 years ago. Uh, but he said we should look into one of these towns. And, uh, but we hadn't really seriously talked about it. It was like, yeah, that sounds like a good idea, but we hadn't really, there was a lot of stuff going on. We didn't really sit down and like discuss it further than just maybe we should think about this. Um, so I was visiting some family in Asheville, North Carolina, one day, and I heard there was a mentalist show here at the Space Needle. I said, okay, there aren't a lot of mentalists around. Gatlinburg's pretty close. I'm going to see what this guy's all about. I'm not even sure how I found out about the show, that I think about it. But um, anyways, I called for tickets, and the guy on the other end of the phone says, well, that show's not here anymore. He uh, left last week. I said, oh, okay do they want another show? <laughs> and then just like that, we're meeting with the owners of the space needle. And then we opened in March of 2016 and we've been here seven years. So that's how that happened. <laughs> so did you ever thought that the show would get as big as it is now? No, 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 I didn't. Yeah. We're here seven years now. We are the longest running show in this theater. So by default, the most successful, <laughs> Um, but no, I, I, uh, I was, uh, actually ready to quit when, when this all happened. I was, uh, that's the thing, uh, me and, uh, Houdini had in common. We were both ready to give up and then all of a sudden, you know, it happened. <laughs> uh, but no, I still wake up some mornings and I'm like, I can't believe I get to do this. It's but, a wild feeling. Yeah. So what's the difference between doing magic and being a mentalist? Well, mentalism is a branch of magic, 
And uh, the difference is, it's like the difference, um, I'm trying to think how to describe this. It's like a magician will make a coin vanish or cut a woman in half and hopefully put her back together again. <laughs> uh, mentalism deals more with the mind. So it's like reading somebody's mind, predicting the future, things like that. So oh, it's yeah. it's a branch of magic that deals like a, with like a a subgenre of it. Oh, all right, yeah. Um, so um, so the next question here would be, and why do you think that that most people do magic with cards and coins? Maybe you do cards and coins as well. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, gosh, that's a good question. Coins, I don't know. I do some stuff with coins, not a lot. Uh, cards are one of those things where I think it's just because you can do a lot with them. Yeah. Um, because of the, uh, yeah, I'm, I might be the wrong magician to ask. There might be a much better <laughs> answer to this, but I think that has a lot to do with it because there's so much you can do with cards because of what they are, yeah. how they fit in your hand, how there's 52 of them. They're all different, but they're all the same also. And, uh, there's all these different things you can do with them as far as slights and marking and stacking. Uh, you can tell stories with cards. You can make cards. You, you can just do a lot with cards. And then, you know, like one bit of advice I heard recently that I thought was a good idea was, you know, when you go through old magic books, look at a card trick and think, what if I don't do this with cards? Basically to get away from cards. <laughs> because, uh, yeah, I mean, if you're not careful, your whole act could be could be playing cards and i think that's i think that's the reason why there's been there's so much material out there and there's so much you can do with them uh coin magic um i don't know i find coin magic to be very difficult and a lot more difficult than card magic because the coins are just solid like what you got like cards you can you can move (laughs) but like coins are just that's what they are you know they're just these solid objects uh, might have something to do with just how handy they are. You know, you can just, everybody's got, or used to have change on them all the time. But, uh, but again, that's kind of me just riffing off the top of my head. I don't really know. I don't really have a good answer for that. But, uh, yeah, sure. That's just my guess. Yeah. Now, with your show in Gatlinburg, do you got like a big turnout for every show? Uh, almost every show. Yeah, we are 89 seats. So a good turnout for us can be 30 people. <laughs> But uh, it depends on time of the year. Like, right now we're pretty busy because we're right in the middle of summer. Um, you know, once fall hits, we're going we're gonna to get quite a bit slower. Um, so we're open all year here in town. Gatlinburg's unique like that, I think, because I don't think a lot of tourist destinations like this are open all year. But Gatlinburg is. And because we are also a smaller theater, we don't need a, a whole lot of people to do the show. So we do run all year, and the number of people depends, you know, entirely on how busy it is, basically. I know it's an obvious answer, but yeah. yeah. We're not packing out every night, but we're doing good. All right. Now, you mentioned that you started out and has a two-person show. So uh-huh. what kind of happened between then and now? Uh, have you seen the movie Showgirls? Don't think I have. <laughs> I, I pushed him downstairs. No, oh. I'm kidding. <laughs> he has, uh, he's actually still involved. Yeah, he All does... Right. Um, yeah, it's still very much a two-man business. We, we complement each other well. There's a lot of stuff I can do that he can't do and vice versa. Uh, so he's still very heavily involved. Uh, it's still a two-person operation. Um, but he's not in the show simply because he actually did get hurt. Uh, oh. He has another business. 
uh, several other businesses. And he, uh, he just, he fell basically and he hurt his leg really bad. And, uh, it's just one of those things where like, it's, it's difficult for him to be on stage like he used to be. So, you know, we're still holding out hope that he might come back at least for like a short run. But, but as it is right now, it's just me right now. All right. Absolutely. Now, all right. Now, do you just perform at that theater or do you go around to other places and perform? I basically I'm here all the time, but I do do shows once in a while at other places. Uh, used to be a little more often before COVID hit. Uh, COVID really did cut the legs off of a lot of stuff. Um, so, but yeah, I mean, there's people that come into town sometimes and they, they do like a corporate event and they'll bring me in and I'll go do like the dinner or something. I'll do magic for them. Uh, I do private events sometimes. There's cabins here. Sometimes I'll go to people's cabins and occasionally I'll, I'll go like outside the city to like other theaters for like a, you know, one or two shows. Um, but with that being said, my primarily, lo- my primary location is here. I prefer everybody come here. <laughs> Even when I go and do shows like in other places, it's partly to promote here and to let people know that I'm here. So this is like the main focus. All right. But, no. yeah, I am available for hire, though, if other people want me to come <laughs> out and see them. All right. Speaking of COVID, I know that kind of slowed down uh, your uh, – oh, 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 I guess your show slowed down uh, your business. Tennessee was weird. You're in North Carolina, right? No, I'm in Virginia. Virginia. Yeah. Did we we meet at Salem? I think so, yeah. Because I saw you at the Salem Fair, yeah. I couldn't remember where we met. I actually forgot it was you until I got that friend request. (laughs) I was like, oh, yeah, 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 that guy. (laughs) I think it was Salem we met. Um, so I, I don't know what it was like there. I talked to other friends. It was just like a different world. But the um, there was um, – <laughs> I got to be careful how to phrase this because <laughs> I don't want to get political. But, um, right. but we didn't really shut down Tennessee. Uh, we did half capacity. We did half capacity, like impossibilities did it possibly have capacity and masks. We were shut down for like I think the month or two months, like the initial run when they shut everything down and then we opened back up and things got crazy here in town. We were one of the only locations open. So it was really busy. So no, we didn't, we didn't slow down. In fact, we were uh, in, in some ways busier because we were half capacity. So we were needing to, to rush around more to, you know, meet with the demand of that. But uh, so no, it's, it's, it's kind of a weird thing to talk about because <laughs> we weren't, we, we weren't as affected by it as other people. So yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, for people that wants to come to see impossibilities, and what can they expect? Yeah, well, it's an interactive show. Um, so that's how I tell people what it is, actually. That's how we, a lot of the reviews were saying that when we first opened was talked about how interactive it was. So we started telling people that it's an interactive comedy, magic, and mind-reading show. Uh, I bring people up on stage for almost everything that I do, um, and that's what you can expect. It's a good time. We try to have fun. Uh, I know mind reading sometimes people think, oh, you know, they think it's going to be, like, spooky. Um, I'm not spooky. I'm, I'm having fun. We're having a good time here. It's a family show. Uh, we, I know it's cliche, but we literally get all ages here. Uh, we get grandparents. Grandparents like it. They bring the grandkids. 
you know, the, the families come, the, the nuclear families and all that. So it is, it is all ages and an interactive, family friendly, and it's, it's a good time. It's funny. But don't take my word for it. If you look us up on TripAdvisor, Google reviews, um, I don't know if Facebook does reviews anymore, but if they do, we got reviews up there too. You'll see other people, you know, saying what I'm saying much more eloquently. And also it's not coming from me. <laughs> so there's reason to believe it. <laughs> now, um, how can people find out about your show and ticket details? Yes, you can find us at irisfeeder.com. Iris like the flower, theater spelled E-R dot com. Uh, that is our main website that has videos and information about the show. It also has the link where you can click for the tickets. Uh, but other than that, follow us on social media. Uh, you can find us on – we're basically on everything. We're on Facebook, um, Instagram, Twitter, at least currently, YouTube. Uh, we are on TikTok, and don't worry, you will not see me dancing. <laughs> Um, and we just signed up for Threads, so we're on that thing now. Uh, basically, we're on all the sites. If you want to know, uh, if you want to know if we're on any social media, so if you want to follow us, you just type in Possibilities Magic Show Gatlinburg, and uh, we should pop up. There'll be a picture of me doing this. <laughs> there you Hopefully go. I'll know what it's <laughs> All right. And uh, uh, would you get a lot of shows uh, happening? And what is your show times? We all of our show times are at eight o'clock. Um, currently, at the time of this recording, they're all 8 p.m. Right now, in July, we're doing shows Monday, or excuse me, Tuesday through Saturday. Tuesday through Saturday. And then, uh, you know, when the fall hits, we go to three days a week. And then when Christmas is here, we do five to seven days. So, but right now, it's five nights a week, Tuesday through Saturday. Uh, but again, that's at the time of this recording in middle, uh, beginning of July. So if you want, um, the up to date. Excuse me, I got the hiccups. If you want the up-to-date um, dates, just look at our website, irisfeeder.com. Just act like you're buying tickets, and then you'll get the uh, the schedule. Absolutely. And, um, and um, like I said, um, I guess a few minutes ago, I was outside before about the state on fair. That's been, I don't know how long that's been. but I say, long time ago now? That was before we opened here, so it must have been eight or nine years ago. Yeah, it probably was, you oh know. God. <laughs> yeah, a long time, yeah. Um, oh. yeah. You know, like I said, you know, I saw you perform there, and I was like, you know what, this guy's pretty dang on good, you know. I'll send you. <laughs> oh yeah, of course, yeah. And then when I did this podcast, I see, you know, I was I got to reach out to to Eric, you know, and get him on the podcast for like a little chat. Oh, I appreciate that. Thank you. Oh yeah, of course, yeah. Um, let's see. Um. Uh, let's see if there's any more questions here that uh, that I can ask. Now, with the mind reading, um, yeah. you know, I ain't going to ask how you do that because I'm sure that's a secret. Um, <laughs> with the mind reading, uh, to, you know, with the audience, and, and do you just pick anybody or do you just pick someone, you know, or, or I guess out of random? I get asked that a lot. So I pick people, I don't pick just anybody, because um, there's some things I can do with kids that I can't do with adults, and some things right. I can do with adults that I can't do with kids. Uh, sometimes people are drunk. <laughs> we don't get a lot of that. I, I don't want to say we don't get a lot of it. You know, this is a family show, but but we do get it. You know, we're in Gatlinburg, Moonshine, all that other place, all that other stuff. Um, so I do pick people from the audience. I have to choose who I bring up. 
Uh, I used to think I was pretty good at it, but I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I just bring people up that look like they can do things. <laughs> there you go. I'm, look, I'm looking for certain things, but I don't, re- I don't think I really know. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Now, uh, now with Gatlinburg, do you think on the, your show is like the number one show that people come and see? Well, we're the only show in Gatlinburg right now. <laughs> so I think we got the, I think we got that spot secured. So if you've never been to Gatlinburg, there's Gatlinburg and then there's Pigeon Forge, and yeah. people kind of conflate them as the same thing. And they kind of sort of are, but they're they're two different towns. There's a road between them, you know. Uh, there's uh, one, two, three, four magic shows in town in Pigeon Forge now. Two of them just opened, I think, last week. Actually, they're like brand new. Uh, and then we're the literally the only show in Gatlinburg. So yeah, we're we're the number one show in town. Well, yeah, makes sense then. Yeah. <laughs> but honest to goodness, I don't know how we rate against the other shows in Pigeon Ford. I guess we must do pretty good because people find us. And TripAdvisor is one of the main places they find us. But I don't really know how to even check that. So. So you're yeah. saying that you're the only show in town? Yes. All right. Well, it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh. Well, they figured out if that's a good thing or a bad thing. <laughs> I don't know. You know, maybe you ran all the other shows away. Yeah. Well, well, COVID didn't didn't help. Oh so. yeah. <laughs> there you go. Let's see. Um, people can find you on Facebook as well. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, just impossibilities magic show Gatlinburg, and we'll pop up. All right. Yeah. Make sure you type in Gatlinburg because somebody uh, stole the name of our show in the UK. <laughs> Oh, you don't want to like that one on accident. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. All right. Yeah, so, that is what it is. <laughs> all right. Uh, so, uh, take a find you on Facebook, uh-huh. uh, the website, and um, take a get tickets that way. Yep, on the website, iristheater.com. Yeah, oh, so right. when you go there, the main page, you'll have, like, a, like right on the front page, it says click here to buy tickets. You just click on that. It takes you right to our ticketing software. All righty, then. All right, Eric, which I've done asked all the questions that I've, that I've had written down. Uh, without that being said, do you have any closing thoughts you want to say? Oh, closing thoughts. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. I don't know if I have any closing thoughts. Just, you know, uh, go ahead and, and uh, you can also call, by the way, if you don't feel comfortable getting tickets online, 888-482-3330. Uh, you'll actually be speaking to me directly. We're a small business. So, you know, I'm the one that answers the phone. I'm the one that checks in at the door, and I'm the one that does the show. Um, but, yeah, I, yeah, if you haven't been to Gatlinburg before, you should come check it out. It's a really good oh, yeah. time. It's a really good area. You can check out Dollywood, check out Impossibilities. We're at the Gatlinburg Space Deal. It's a 400-foot observation deck right in the center of town, and it is beautiful here. This is the most beautiful place I've ever lived. So, yeah, come check us out. Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. Well, oh, Eric, I want to thank you for coming on the podcast. Yeah, well, thank you for having me. Oh, yeah, of course. All right, and that does it this week for Conversations with Jacob. Tune in next week for another interview. Until then, God bless, and we'll catch you in the next one.